This week's Trust and Believe podcast review comes from Clarissa. Clarissa says, Sean, host of the Trust and Believe podcast, highlights all aspects of health, wellness, and more in this can't-miss podcast. The host and expert guests offer insightful advice and information that is helpful to anyone that listens. Thank you so much for the review, Clarissa. If you would like your message to be featured on our weekly listener highlights, be sure to rate and leave a review on the Trust and Believe podcast with Sean T. We can't wait to hear from you. Somebody say, oh, yeah. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today on Trust and Believe, we have a very special guest. I'm a sort of a fanboy of this person because not too long ago, I started on TikTok. Yes, I know a lot of people out there are like, why would you do that? We're going to find out today. But not only is this person a an entrepreneur, a 23-year-old student athlete who is absolutely amazing, he is the co-host of the Build Your Tribe podcast. Is that correct? Yeah. I want to make sure I get everything right. And has been able to earn six figures in building his business and loves to help people build their business through telling stories. And we're going to find out a lot more today. Welcome to Trust and Believe, Mr. Brock Johnson. What's up, man? What's up? Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm fired up. Well, I think that um, the first thing I want to ask, I, I kind of want to jump into this because a lot of people are afraid of this one thing. And I see this, this is like one of your superpowers, I believe. How are you so fearless in being 100% authentic to who you are? Mm, mm, thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. That's a compliment for sure. I think that I should start by acknowledging that it's definitely a process. Uh, it's a process of letting yourself, especially on social media, be fearlessly yourself, as you put it. I think a lot of people start with just the question of not totally knowing who they are on social media. And rather than giving the vague, what I would call probably even terrible advice of like, find yourself go backpack through Europe for a few months and discover your inner self. Instead, the really practical way that you could approach this is asking your close family and loved ones what they love about you or why they want to be around you. Like if you're for the first time going live on Facebook or sharing on Instagram stories, ask those close loved ones like, hey, why do you like being around me? Why do you like hanging out with me? What is it about me that you... Uh, find special or attractive and they'll likely if they're good family and friends give you like a list of things a list of strengths a list of your personality traits that are uh, attractive and admirable and you can just let those things shine on social media I will say it's definitely a process um, of gradually exposing more of yourself on social media and being more of yourself but you'll find that it's actually surprisingly uh, very rewarding when you're yourself on social media. It feels scary at first, but once you begin to put yourself out there, it feels so much more natural and so much more rewarding and less stressful because you're not having to be something you're not. You can truly just live as who you are. That is uh, that is so wonderful and so well put. I think I wanna ask you, what is 
is has there been a time in your life where you feel felt like you couldn't be yourself and how did you kind of have to work through that yeah i think that there was a transitional period when i was first starting my business so i guess this would be almost five years ago now at the time i was pretty much just a football player 90 percent of my followers were my teammates and other football players and i was transitioning to be someone who was more of an online marketer someone who could teach on social media and who use social media for business and for personal branding rather than just to post the occasional football picture with a Drake quote. So my audience totally had to shift and I had definitely a, a period there where it was awkward and it felt like, uh, this doesn't feel like me at times or, uh, this, this is definitely jarring for my new audience and they might not be as receptive to it, uh, and vice versa. So it was definitely a process and there were definitely times where, uh, I struggled with that, but what I would go back to is even though I'm changing my, my brand and even though I'm shifting who my audience is, if I'm posting something that truly doesn't feel like something that I would say and it doesn't feel true to me, then I wouldn't post it because at the end of the day, that was just me trying to fit a new audience rather than trying to find my new audience with my new voice. It's very interesting how you talked about having most of your followers, 90% of your followers be football players. And then, you know, you knowing what you really want out of your life and how you want to thrive and succeed and what it is that, how you want to touch the world. And so how do you, you know, help people who are scared of the unfollows, you know, people who go out there and they say, you know, they get the apps to see who unfollowed them. Like, how do you, how do you help those people through? the transition. Yeah, I know this is something that so many people struggle with. I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching and so many of my students will say, oh, I lost three followers this week. Or, oh, I, you know, I realized that two people unfollowed me and then a person followed me. And that's a very uh, tough game that we can get caught up, uh, caught up in is the nitty gritty of the, the exchange of followers. And so the analogy that I like to use is to treat your social media like a party. And rather than being the party host who's focusing on who isn't at the party or who's leaving the party, or when someone walks through the door telling them to tag three more friends to come to the party, just serve the people already inside. Like play the best dang music, have the best finger foods, you're entertaining and serving the people who are already at the party, and then you don't have to worry about who's coming and going because I promise you, if everyone who's inside, AKA everyone who's already following you, is having a great time and being served, being respected, being honored, more people will come to the party. So I try not to, even today, focus on if I'm gaining or losing followers, because I also understand it comes and goes in waves. Like there will be times where you're gonna be adding on an abundance of new followers, and you might not even know why. And the same, the opposite might be true. Like you might be losing followers and you just don't know why. So rather than focusing on that number, I like to focus on just serving the people who are already at my party. Man, that is, that is literally one of the best analogies because, um, like, even myself, well, I, I give zero fucks about, <laughs> number one, who likes me and who don't. I used to, obviously, you know, just being, uh, coming out as a gay man in my 20s and, like, living this life and then, you know, being in the public eye, you have people judge you all the time. But for me, it, you said a couple things that I want to kind of hit on, and that is, one, if you have to think about what you need to post, then you're not, like you say, you're not serving the people at the party. 
Because if people are in your space and they're in your tribe, they already know you and they're going to be here for whatever. Like they know they're here to have a good time. And sometimes like in life, people come and go. I, I, I like to use the analogy, like people are like leaves on a tree. You know, the, in the fall, some leaves fall off. and exactly. But you also have like the roots of the tree that's always going to be there. So I think that's a great analogy. And for me, it's a great way to sub- segue into this, what may not be a new craze for you, but it's a new craze for me. So I have to tell you a quick little story. Mm-hmm. So Sam Knight, who's my assistant, and he handles a lot of our online marketing, and um, and you have been an amazing motivator for me to join TikTok and Shalene Johnson. You know, I love me some Shalene Johnson. But, and so I just started, and I want to tell this story first because I want to really segue to help people understand why I'm talking about this number one and what I think you can help them with. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before the quarantine, I did a few videos you know, I did a couple of TikTok videos. They did really well. I got 8,000 followers in the course of like two months, three months. And I was like, okay, this is fun. I was having a good time, you know? Yeah. But then the quarantine happened and I realized I had more time. I was in the house. And so I just started posting. I was like posting dance videos after dance video after dance video, did fun stuff with Scott. And literally in the last two and a half weeks, I've gained about 60,000 followers. And you know, I was just like, oh my goodness. And I don't know if you remember, but I sent you a, a direct message in Instagram and I was just like, what do I do? And you gave me a couple little hints, tips, consistency, you know, tags and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I utilize also what I know about social media, obviously from my other platforms and use it. And mm-hmm. so over the last couple of weeks, I've really pushed some of my friends to be like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, you have to do this. But I want them to hear from you. You are, uh, you're the master. And so why TikTok? Yeah, yeah. Well, TikTok is, is like you said, it's super duper fun. And I think that your story parallels a lot of people's stories right now in terms of, hey, we're on quarantine, we're at home. Let's just have fun with our families making some TikToks. I have loved seeing how many of my friends from college are posting videos on their TikTok with their family. Like they're just at home, they're getting their mom and dad involved, whatever. It's fun to see how families are kind of coming together right now, posting TikToks. And it seems like just in general, everyone's posting a lot more TikToks right now, which would even be more of a reason to get on the app. If more people are using it and and posting on it, that's even more of a reason uh, for now being a great time. But why TikTok? Uh, first of all, it's the most downloaded social media app since October of 2018. Every month since October 2018, it's been the most downloaded app. There are now over 500 million 
daily active users. So even though it's, it's kind of like a new trend, something that's blowing up right now, it's already very established. Like it's already has a huge user base. Um, and the number one pushback that I hear at least is people saying, well, isn't TikTok like just for teens and, and like young kids and like college students? Absolutely. Uh, there are a lot of young users and absolutely the majority of the people posting on TikTok are from that younger demographic. But from what my studies and research conclude is that TikTok is already trending older than Instagram was. So three years after Instagram started and three years after TikTok started, there's actually now an older demographic on TikTok than there was on Instagram. So that just shows us like we all know how this went on Facebook. We all know how it's going on Instagram. It's going to go the same way on TikTok, which means marketers are going to get on there and uh, more and more people who aren't 18 and under are going to get on TikTok. Your future audience is already on TikTok and your current audience um, is getting on it now. So that's a reason why TikTok. On top of all that, like on top of all the logistics and the numbers and the social media marketing stuff, it's really, really fun. It's really fun. And at a time where we're trying to find ways to be active at home and gyms are closed, what better than to work on choreography from a dancing TikTok for an hour and dripping sweat with your family as you're laughing hysterically, and then you happen to go viral and gain a couple thousand followers from it. That's, I think, a win across the board. Yeah, when I hit my first video, not my very first video, but when my first viral video, I call it viral, my Savage Dance hit 1.1 million views. I was like, heck yeah, man. Like, I just was like, this is so crazy. And there's, there's a couple of things you said. One, about trending younger. And so I, one of the things that I've been telling people who I had to like push to get on TikTok, I said, okay, listen, it's exactly what you said. Your future audience is there. At some point, these 15, 16, 17, or even 20 year old people or four or five years when this is as, when this is bigger, I would say than Instagram, those people are gonna to wanna to learn how to be an entrepreneur. They're gonna to wanna to learn fitness. They're gonna need motivation. They're gonna need new life lessons and everything that you know people push on Instagram. I was like, so you shouldn't discount the younger generation. And for me personally, I I'm a you might laugh. I feel like I trend younger anyway. I mean, I got a few extra grades or whatever, but I'm like, I can still dance just as good as those, the young yeah. people. And I love them. I love following them. I love interacting with them. And the other thing is, from my experience, it's so much more positive too. Have you noticed that? Without a doubt. Like if you're looking for a social media to, like earlier we talked about uh, letting your true self shine on, on social media. If you're looking for an environment where you are going to be encouraged no matter what you look like, what demographic, what you identify, no matter what you are, TikTok is like the most, it's a crazy phenomenon. I don't know what spurred it, um, but the positivity on TikTok is, is infectious. It's infectious and it's empowering because everyone is encouraged to post TikToks. And I shouldn't even say encouraged, celebrated on TikTok, like no matter who you are or what you do, people are just really uh, finding their true self and letting that shine and, and being celebrated for it on TikTok. It's really cool. Getting more back into you for a second, because I wanna really talk about how you can build 
your business with TikTok, but just getting back to you and just your history, I know being a football player, a quarterback has a ton of pressure, right? I mean, you are always under a ton of pressure, even when you're on the team. I'm sure a lot of times you would be the captain and you're making plays. Sometimes you have to change directions of where things are going on the field. And it comes with a lot, a lot of pressure. What is something, as, as, a, as an athlete myself, I'm always interested, what is that one thing from another athlete's perspective that you've taken from being an athlete into building your business, going on social media? Like, what are some of those things that like really crossed over that helped you become successful? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest two things that I've taken from my foot, my football life, my, my athlete life and applied it to my entrepreneur life or my <clears throat> social media life is number one, like that work ethic, being a college athlete, like there is a grind in you. Any athlete knows there's like that grind, that consistency, that work ethic uh, that really allows you to be great at your sport. Like if you want to be an excellent basketball player, a tennis player, whatever, you have to put in those 10,000 hours. You have to put in that work and you have to grind. Um, and I think that very much relates to social media and uh, being consistent and posting on a regular basis and just working hard for your business. Um, and then I think also part of that's kind of intermingled with that is knowing that failure is a positive. Losses are just lessons. Mm-hmm. And in sport, like you're always going to lose. There's always going to be uh, imperfect seasons. There's always going to be a bad practice. Even Tom Brady has bad days. But if you can take those losses, you can take those quote unquote failures and turn them into lessons then you're able to keep growing. And so I think that a lot of times we approach social media in like it's always gonna be win, win, win. It's always gonna be followers, followers, viral videos, viral videos. Instead, if let's say I post a video on TikTok and I'm like, all right, this is freaking sweet. My friends and I took three hours recording this. This dance is hilarious. Like I was throwing it back. This is great. (laughs) And then I post it and it doesn't go viral. If I didn't have that mindset that losses can be lessons, I might just sit and wallow and be like, oh, dang algorithm, like what, what did I do wrong? I'm just getting upset. Instead, I can turn it into a lesson. I can step back and say, well, maybe I didn't post it at the right time. Maybe there's something different in my caption or I wasn't engaging properly or maybe the lighting was off. Maybe something was different here. And I can really analyze it. When we step away and remove ourselves from the result, we're able to, um, I think, analyze the process much better. It's so interesting you say that and you bring that up. Um, I love the work ethic um, analogy, though, because that's that's super important. And work ethic, as you know, and for people out there listening, your work ethic like will transcend a lot of the struggles that you go through, and a lot of those it will encourage you to take advantage of the lessons. And um, but I do want to talk about something you said where you post a video. Because, man, I posted this video the other day, and I'm like, I was getting it. I was, when Mm -hmm. I tell you, I was slaying (laughs) (laughs) the game. I was sweating my ass off. You know, I must say, you know, there's only, there's a couple times where it takes me longer than 15 minutes to learn to dance. Usually I'm I'm pretty good just because I was a professional dancer. But this particular dance, I was like, damn, this is taking me 30 minutes. I was drenched in sweat. I'm like, I ain't even get a thousand likes. I'm like, this shit was lit. (laughs) (laughs) And, but here's the thing. And here's the lesson. Like you said, I didn't discourage myself because number one, 
I ask myself all the time, I'm like, was I being me? Obviously. And number two, did I have fun? Absolutely. Because I think that's the other joy. But Mm -hmm. then I think yesterday I posted a video at the right time. And it was my engagement happened like right away. So I went into my my analytics and it said to post between, I think like six and nine o'clock. And it was, maybe it was East Coast time, I don't know, but it was in that time frame. And I was like, oh, so the video did even better. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of little tips and tricks um, that we'll get to. So when we come back, uh, Brock and I are going to talk about tips and tricks on how to build your tribe through TikTok and how to take your business to the next level with some things that he's learned along the way. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, we're back with the man Brock Johnson. We're talking everything TikTok, building your business and your tribe. Hey, Brock, so I do have some questions and I do want you to give some tips on how to really help build your TikTok and and the, the, the hashtags and all that stuff. But what I want to talk about more and before we get to that, because I think this is actually more important, what are some of the, the tools that you use to build your business and how can people utilize your services through your online courses to really enhance their lives and their businesses and really just like we talked about earlier, continue to be their most authentic self? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I do have a few courses available um, that kind of teach about different specific uh, tools or, or techniques that you can use on TikTok, Instagram stories, Instagram hashtags, things like that. My business is primarily built through my Instagram account. And I found that personally, the majority of my conversions or uh, new customers, that is usually found in the direct messages on my Instagram. And I've also found that the best way for me to get people to the direct messages is not necessarily cold calling and, and just DMing people out of the blue, but encouraging people to slide into my DMs from my Instagram stories. And so I think that's why I teach so much about Instagram stories. And I'm such a huge fan of the Instagram stories part of the platform uh, because I think it's a really easy place to let your audience see your imperfect, raw, real self. And it's a highly engaging part of that platform that allows them to swipe up, go to your DMs, and then you can have those real conversations where you're gonna build real relationships which lead to real customers Right now, what I'm currently offering uh, to help people out is Instagram reviews. Uh, you can check those out on reviewmyig.com. And on those, I'm doing basically like five to 10 minute long real reviews of people's personal Instagram accounts. So they plug in their username and I will personally pull it up and go through it and like tell you the strengths, the weaknesses, the highlights, things that I would recommend you do more of, less of, and even like tips for the future. Uh, so I've been doing that for the last couple months, reviewed a few hundred Instagram accounts. And it's been really enjoyable for me to also get to learn. Like as a marketer myself, this is like market research of getting to learn what is my audience struggling with? What are they generally doing a really good job of? And 
what kind of tips should I continue to recommend for their future? I love that. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, slide into Brock's DMs. I just love that. Slide into the DMs. Make sure you watch his stories before you slide <laughs> in. Though. Um, that, that, that's so cool. And I love how you, uh, you know, me as a business owner, obviously, you know, I have a team. And so just kind of working our way, even the trends have changed since, I mean, before, like I was known just on TV and infomercials, right? I did a couple of TV shows and then you know, moved into different areas of my strengths and how I want to build my business. And the audience is always changing. But I think that one of the things that stays really consistent out there is social media. But I think the thing that's tough is that, you know, Facebook is one thing, Instagram is another, TikTok is another, Snapchat is another. And I think that people for far too many times, you know, have the same messaging, you know, unless your audience is really, really similar on most of them. And so um, I highly encourage you to reach out to Brock, slide into his DMs if you want a, a really honest review. Because as you know, and if you don't know yet, follow him on TikTok. He keeps it very, very real. Um, and I love how you're building your business on Instagram. And, and one of the things before I get to the next question is, uh, before I get to the things on how we can build our TikTok is, you know, knowing i love that you know what your instagram audience is and we talked earlier about you going from obviously being football players to business owners have you done research on your own platform to see you know how many of your followers are or what percentage of your followers are really interested in the different types of content that you provide meaning i know you might repost some tiktoks you do post some very highly engaging, you know, educational stuff about business building. Uh, so what percentage do you think is still there from football and now more on the entrepreneur side and how do you manage that? Yeah, so I think it's it's kind of flipped now where I think that maybe only five to 10% of my audience is like college football friends uh, and teammates like that. And the large majority of my audience now is who I want my target audience to be. To be very specific, it's a 35 to 45 year old female entrepreneur who's possibly building her side hustle. She's got a family at home. She's building like an MLM business. Like I have a very clear image of who my target follower is. And because I've been so specific in, in defining who she is, I'm able to think about her every time I'm posting. So I'm able to make it about me, but make it for her. So every time I post, I'm able to think about that. And what I've found is that she is actually very interested in the total me. So not just here's some business tips, here's some Instagram tips, but I think that variable content is really important on, on especially Instagram now so that not every single post is the same old thing. Instead, every couple of days, hey, here's my most recent TikToks. People love it. Oh my gosh, it brightens their day. Or oh my gosh, uh, maybe I'm posting some like motivational stuff, some faith stuff on my Instagram story. People love it. And it's that variable content that can keep people engaged. Like I think about your like donut Friday, like that, like when I see those, I like that fires me up. And as someone who loves donuts, like it's, it's variable. It's, it's a little bit different from what you would typically be posting, but it's still you. It's still you. And in a way it's for me. So that keeps me engaged. And I think that same principle would keep uh, my audience engaged. And the other thing is that it's, you know, I always like, I use the analogy that 
we're all like icebergs, really. We only, you only really see 10% of who we are. Like we, well, I think we obviously are in the business of being like, this is me. Some people show more of their struggles, some people, whatever. You know, we have, you see Instagram or any post is a snapshot in time. Even like, let's say a TikTok, how we were saying, you see the end result, but they don't see the hour that, they don't, they don't see how you had to like wrangle your family together and be like, stop doing what you're doing because I need you to do this. The pushback you got from it, the fights because somebody couldn't pick up the choreography fast <laughs> enough. And then, and then, you know, they see the 15 second, you know, dance or 60 or whatever. And so I think that people also need to understand when they're doing their social media and you can, you know, obviously chime in on this is that, you know, it's sometimes good to go deep beneath the surface so you can see like, well, no, this is how I do it. Like the outtakes, the bloopers or yeah. like things that you're struggling with. How do you feel about that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that as we've progressed in, you know, like we're all going through this Instagram, this social media journey together, you know, 15, 20 years ago, this stuff wasn't around the way it is now and it wasn't as prevalent in our lives. It's kind of crazy to think about the impact it has on us now. But I think that, um, as we're all kind of going through this, we're heightening our sense of like our BS meter. Like we're mm. able to very quickly and easily spot like, okay, this isn't real. Okay, this is Photoshopped. Okay, this is fake. This is filtered. This is perfect and nothing is perfect. I think we're all really heightened in our awareness of that. And so the counter to that would be to show the bloopers, the outtakes, the imperfections, to show the gag reel and to show the the mistakes that happened along the way or the, the journey that led to this beautiful end result yeah. of this funny TikTok. Um, and so I think your audiences uh, would actually really like to see those things. They humanize you um, and, and they let people know that you're a real human being. And more and more, that's why we follow people. And especially, that's why we watch TikToks and that's why we watch Instagram stories. That's why we watch Facebook Live videos. All of these new components of social media, which are gaining popularity, are really just different ways to let people see the imperfect you, the real you, the true you, not like this polished Photoshop perfect version that you might see a snapshot of on, on Instagram. Yeah, it's so funny. I need everyone to follow my husband's <clears throat> Instagram stories. He just started posting. He hates social media. But <laughs> he actually posts the behind-the-scenes footage of me practicing my TikTok. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like, I'm like, you got the wrong angle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think it's really funny for even myself to see it from the outside. And because I'm like, oh, wow, that's really cool. It's like a bird's eye view into life. And I think that the more we do that, the better it is. Okay. The re I'm not going to ask you for five things. I'm going to ask you for three things because I want people to go follow you to get the extra. Okay. Um, what are three things a new user who is a part of an MLM or they're doing a side hustle um, can, number one, why should they go over to TikTok? And number, number two, what are three things that right away they need to do to start growing their TikTok audience? Mm -hmm. So first of all, the why TikTok, in addition to everything we talked about earlier, I think that TikTok can be a beautiful platform because it can be a place to experiment and get used to putting yourself on camera. Mm. If we're still scared on Instagram or Facebook to go live 
or to put ourselves in front of the camera or to be our true selves because we have like our large following there. And we can use TikTok as a very low pressure environment to just start posting. Like if you're thinking, well, like Brock, why, why would I try to use TikTok? Because I only have like four followers there. Like I'm not going to grow my following. Okay, great. You're not going to grow your following there. That's fine. Just use it as a place to start practicing. Start practicing your video posting and your direct to camera speaking. It you don't even have to try to use it to grow a plot to grow a, a following. Just use it as a place to practice your own video. I think so. That's a that's a reason why TikTok. Yeah, and I wanted to say really fast. You know, we said why TikTok earlier, and I love the reason why I asked it again is because of the you know because of the MLM and the side hustlers. You know, it's really important for them to hear that especially i love how you said using it as direct to camera being in front of the camera because you know full disclosure there are some people who don't know how to present themselves in front of the camera they change who they are or they become shy and like you said a bit ago tiktok is like you can feel free to just let go so that's great all right so three things we can do at tiktok right away to start to build yeah yeah so to start building on tiktok first of all um, copy a trend that's already viral. If you're first on TikTok right now, maybe you're thinking, I'm not creative, like I'm not a great dancer. That's fine. That's okay. Go on TikTok and I promise you, first of all, you'll be addicted and you'll be scrolling through for hours because it's, it's so fun. Um, you'll have a great time. But as you're doing that, you'll notice like reoccurring trends, whether it's a same song over and over or a type of video, like a before and after type video or an outfit change. Um, or you'll notice like there's a specific dance that a lot of users are doing over and over again. So number one is recreate that trend on your own. Uh, number two is when you are recreating that trend, just commit to it. Like, like we were talking about, you gotta commit to it. You have to, um, and I understand that everyone's gonna pick up choreography as fast as Sean is. I understand everyone might not be as willing to throw it back as I am. Yes, you are. <laughs> But if you but if you can really commit to just learning that dance, whether it takes 15 minutes or an hour, heck, it might even be your workout for the day. Just committing to learning that dance, I think that that will help you uh, begin to like go viral and become more comfortable on the app. And then third and finally is I've been trying to think of like a more eloquent way to say this, but really just let your freak flag fly. <laughs> yes yourself on TikTok. We've been talking about it throughout. I feel like this has been a theme throughout this entire conversation. It's like just being your true self. So if you're someone who is like super energetic or maybe you're super bouncy or you you love whatever, whatever it is that you do, whatever it, is, it makes you unique, be that on TikTok. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't worry about Charlie and her like, the little 15 year old girl who's got 50 million followers. Don't worry if you don't look pretty enough or whatever you think, whatever like label you're placing on yourself, that negative self-talk, just be you. And I promise you that you are enough for TikTok and there will be users on TikTok who want to follow you. And then of course, if you keep doing that, you keep recreating these trends, you keep uh, doing your own versions. Like Sean said, like he has been an example, you'll go viral. Your post, we'll have a post. I get DMs from people all the time who are like, Brock, I listened to one of the episodes of Build Your Tribe on TikTok. I posted one with my son and now I have like three, three million views and I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay, let yourself, you'll, you'll see it's actually crazy how easy it is to go viral on TikTok. And then from that, 
you'll grow your TikTok following, and then you can grow your Instagram following. You can grow a YouTube following. You can transition, which is, I think, the best uh, part about growing a following on TikTok is that it's very easy to transition your following there to a following um, on pretty much any other platform. You know, you said something really interesting in, in just a bit ago when you were talking and you said, you know, the trend of what we've been talking about is really like being yourself and letting your freak flag fly. And this podcast is called Trust and Believe. And I always end the podcast by saying, and always trust and believe in who you are. Because I just strongly believe that you know, to believe in yourself, you must accept yourself. To accept yourself, you must trust in your power to believe. So what does trust and believe mean to Brock Johnson? Yeah, I think trust and believe uh, means a few things to me. I think that it's important for me. My faith is very important to me. So for me, trust and believe, I think, starts with my faith. Um, it's, it's how I start my day. It's how I start my week. It's how I end my week. I think that uh, trust and believe first for me starts with my faith. Um, and then I think it, it extends into my future is I have this kind of crazy abundance mindset that my mom has placed in me uh, where whether I'm on TikTok or Instagram, um, and I think it's definitely a blessing uh, or whether I'm on YouTube or I am starting something completely new. I have this abundance mindset where I really trust and believe in myself and that I'm going to be successful. Whether the social media changes, the algorithm changes, the world that we live in is completely upside down and changing. I trust and believe I have that faith that, that I will be successful and that uh, ultimately things will work out for the best. Man, you are literally so awesome. I can't wait. I cannot wait to redo something together when this, when this pandemic is over and social distancing is over. We can hang out. We can do a, <clears throat> a series of TikToks in person. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, any final words for our listeners? Any special um, words from you? Yeah, yeah. My final word would just be to no matter what you're doing, no matter what social media you're on, whether you are new to TikTok, new to Instagram, or if you're not on any social media, uh, to really just dive into the process and find joy in the process. I think, and I have a tattoo on my ribs about it, happiness and joy are two different things. I think that happiness is something that's fleeting, it's something that every time we grab onto it, we hold on for dear life, but then we realize that we're gonna need more next time. We're gonna need to go further, we're gonna need to do more, get more likes, more followers in order to reach that happiness. I think that joy is something that is process-based. I think you can wake up every single day, whether you're in quarantine or you got a job to go to, whether your post is going viral or you have three followers. If you are enjoying the process of it, you're waking up every day, you're living your true self, you're in your purpose, and you're surrounded by people you love, I think you're able to find joy. And I think that when you're there, your soul is so much more settled and you're able to radiate so much more joy to other people. Ladies and gentlemen, Brock Johnson, make sure you go listen to his podcast, Build Your Tribe, get more motivation and fun from him. Brock, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, you're awesome. 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.